Nicole. And Emily. And, and our guest star. Kearney. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so we're doing podcast number two, part two of The yeah. Black Witch because we like this book a lot and it took us an hour to do half of the questions. Not oh, even no, half. like a third. Yeah, we barely touched on them. We, we just... We get we real love excited. This book and it's got it's got a lot to delve into, yeah. to be honest. All right. So I guess we'll just Well, well did, did anyone read anything? Read anything in the last two days that we've been not seeing each other? I mean, well, I started Star Touch Queen, which Emily suggested. I like it. I finished um, the Wrath from the Dawn series and I read the short stories, which I do recommend reading those if you um, read that series. The short stories did add quite a bit in my opinion, especially the last one about Despina and Jalal, or however you say their names. I don't know, but they're amazing. <laughs> I read nothing, and I've been playing Call of Duty. I started the Praveen Mystery series. That's probably the name of it. I just started it. <laughs> you read a lot of mysteries. Yeah. More like either historical mysteries or cozy mysteries, not so much the Super gory. Scary gory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Anne Rice. No Anne. Mm-hmm. Anne, right? Anne Rice? Is yeah. That who it is? Or Anne Rule? Anne Rule. She does. They're yeah. both yeah. authors. So. <laughs> Anne, Anne Rule. Now I'm reading Snow Opinions. Like Ashes on um, audiobook. That one's kind of fun so far. I read that one a while ago. Is it like a fantasy or a mystery? It's a fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. It's good. It kind of reminds me of Court of Thorns and Roses in some ways, because there's, like, the different seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But not in the story at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Only in that. Yeah, they're, like, different. Just the season part. It's, like, different areas or different seasons. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. Okay. So, I guess we'll dive into the questions. So, we're at, what do you think of the title of the book? I like it. I think it's a fitting title. Yeah. I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. I think it could be, I don't know, maybe have like a subtitle or something to make it It more catchy. It is kind of confusing because like she's... She's not the Black Witch. She's powerless. Because they don't know who the Black Witch is and they're assuming that it's Fallon and... She doesn't have any power, so... Yeah. It's only that everyone assumes she's the Black Witch because she looks just like her grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it makes it sound like... I don't know, a lot of times in magic things they do, like, if you're a white witch, you're good. If you're a black witch, well, you're bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so I think I was just, uh, anticipating it being more about, like, an evil dark witch. magic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I guess, which it kind bad. of Yeah, it kind yeah. of is, but not in the way that I thought it was going yeah. to be. Yeah. So I wasn't as intrigued by it. Because I usually like to do like the more happy magic that kind makes of books. Sense, but I'm kind of the opposite. So yeah. it worked for you. It worked for me. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I was the first one to, to read it, so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good title. The, uh, I get the other that definitely in the series. Fits. I know we're gonna like talk about these later, but I don't get iron. Well, I, I guess I get it because they the iron, they have flowers, iron flowers and stuff. But I feel like that one's not as great. Yeah. I, I like Shadow like, Wand. I don't. I think it's pretty fitting. Mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they make sense if you're reading the books, but I don't know that I would want to pick them up if I just that makes heard sense. the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. The Black Witch would draw me in. I don't know if the Iron Flower would draw me in. 
but I'd already. I don't. That was, one might the I don't most think for the me. Black, actually, the Black Witch probably wouldn't have drawn me. In, yeah. Me in either, unless until you said that you liked it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it. I kind of mm-hmm. probably would have been on the fence about it, but I probably would have recommended it to you first, Galish, before yeah. I picked it up myself. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound like something I wouldn't want to read, but it doesn't make me feel like, ooh, definitely. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the cover of the, the different ones? I don't know if there are different ones. Uh, this one has like a flower that, or, or yeah, sorry, right, leaf. Feather. Feather. Wow. <laughs> With like trees, trees coming out of it, which I think is cool. You have to look really closely to like know what it is, though, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's cool, but not super representational of the book i mean it I is agree. yeah like what's yeah. with the trees well the trees i get because <laughs> like, like she's drawn to the forest and then drawn away from the forest trees, but, I feel like that but comes in like, more later though. that does yeah, definitely like come that, in more later there's, there's a lot more in the second book yeah, yeah. there's not a lot about like no the, the tree feather thing. i'm assuming is from the it girls and the winged ones but yeah, i don't know it should be like a oh i assume yeah i assume the feather was from the watchers oh you know what that's probably more accurate do you know what that makes a lot of sense but i didn't think of that at all the watchers are these birds that are in like every religion um every culture's religion and they're supposed to kind of be like i don't know symbols symbols of something good yeah they're usually shown to people who are very good yeah and they're like omens of something to come yes yeah I I think that the cover is good for the fact that it kind of draws you in. Yeah. Like, it's a good, it's a solid cover for that reason, but it doesn't make a ton of stuff. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, that cover represents this. I feel like it's something that, like, with the title, once you've read it, it makes sense and it works, but it wouldn't have drawn me in. And it definitely is part of what made me think it looked like more of a dark book. Yeah, that's fair, because it's mm-hmm. like all it's, black. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I kind of like that. I think that is, is what like, draws me in because, like, if you see young adult books right now, that's exactly what all of their freaking covers look like. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at our shelf, it's like all of that basically. Yeah. Like, I usually like yeah, the ones that have like saw. a person on the cover mm-hmm. in some like magical looking background. I usually I don't, don't like, like those. people unless it's their back. <laughs> I usually like those, but if it has a crown, yeah, right, or, or swords. A, a dagger. Yeah. Then it's got me. <laughs> She's hooked. That's usually it. Like... Especially if there's like flames with it or something mm-hmm. like like the Ember cool. Queen, like yeah. something like that. I don't that love um, pictures of people because I don't like anything influencing me how right. someone looks. That's how I feel. I'm like, don't tell me what it like. If it's the back of them, like um, Heart of Betrayal, Heart of Betrayal, yeah, has the uh, back of her, and I'm like, okay, okay. I can get, like, this outline, but just don't tell me what she looks like. Can I just take a minute to complain? Because I just looked up all of the covers. It looks like that is the only Black Witch cover. Yeah. But, um, all of the short stories covers are way more appealing than the other ones. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I don't know, they're all bright, and, like, one facet has, like, the flames around it, and Rebel Mages has, like, the sword and the... One and oh. then the other ones just look like bland next to them. Yeah, in I in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well we'll have to read those. I mean that was already the plan. Um, what'd you know about the book before you read it? I knew nothing. This was when I first downloaded Libby and it was one of the first books that just like they suggested to me and that's why I read it. Yeah. I think I just knew that you two had read it. Or did I know you two had read it? Kalish recommended. Yeah, Kalish recommended. I think I knew Kalish had read it. And I, yeah, she. 
Yeah. That's pretty much it. I knew that Kalish liked it a lot. She talked to me as she was reading it, not really about about what it was about, though. She was just like, this book is so good, this book is so good. And then, towards the end, she was like, okay, you should read it. And I was like, I definitely will, because you seem to really, really like it. Usually we like the same books, at least pretty close. And I heard about it on your podcast, and all of you <laughs> liked it, so I was yeah. like, alright. <laughs> you got me. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. Um, what, do you think there's morals or deeper meaning to the story? <laughs> I mean, so yes. many, oh my God, I really yes. think that we've delved into that in the first one, that every single thing of this is like some kind of everything is just... Morals upon yeah. morals upon morals. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And it's really cool the way that it presents it too, because I feel like you get an idea for both sides, even though it, it clearly yeah. states, like, which side is correct. Dang, it's a lot of hair. It, um, it does give you reasons for <laughs> thinking, like, well, this is why those people feel that way. Yeah. So I think that's nice. One understanding, yeah, all perspectives. Yeah. Completely off topic, but I was just brushing my cat, and he had the most hair come off of this cat way more than our dog sheds mm-hmm. and i just brushed him two days ago <laughs> kind of rude okay sorry yeah. carry on <laughs> but yeah i liked that part where it was it gave you so many things to think about as well as like both sides of those things mm-hmm. i agree um if you could hear the story from another perspective whose perspective would you want to hear it from I think it would be cool to hear Yvonne's perspective since he's got some different things going on with, well, obviously with like his, his life in general, but also with the different views of everything. So like when Ellerin comes to the school, like how he sees her and then the group of people he's with, it's not really, it crosses over in where they are, but not in their friend groups, really. So yeah. I think that would be True. interesting to see, like, that perspective. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of the opposite of her perspective. So they both come to understanding each other, but from different places. Yeah. I think, like, almost everyone you could... Like, Diana yeah. or Jared. That's or true. if you take Andras, or if you take Jules Christian, and you get the resistance. like Or even, like, Rafe and Tristan. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, they all have so many different things. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, there's... Honestly anyone's perspective would be really cool. I think it Yvonne would. would be a good one, yeah. though, because he's so quiet. Yeah. And it would be cool yeah. to, like, get more inside of his head. Like, you can assume kind of what he's thinking, but, like, I'd like to, like, hear about, like, why he's thinking that and stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. I agree. You know who I never want to hear from? Hmm. Marina. I think it'd be a good story, but I, I'd be traumatized reading Marina's story. Oh. Fair. I was going to say, she's so she's cool, but no. No, yeah, I was thinking it would be cool to hear her story, though, about, like, when they go back to the sea. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that mean, like, would be awesome. overall, like, I think she had, like, really important things to say, but I do not think I could read about horrific abuse and rape that intensely. Yeah, it would be... Fair. I mean, you read Grave Mercy. Yeah, and I think this would be worse. But... You don't have to, like, delve into it that deep. Yeah, that's fair. how the author writes it. That's, that's true. true. It might work well as, like, one where it was where she gets to be in, in the second book. Mm-hmm. And then, like, looking back on things. So it can be more focused on her current, but then, like, reflecting. Yeah. Instead of just Yeah, that's kind of captivity. what I was thinking. Yeah, that'd be like, better, yeah. It'd be a cool story, but... I think it'd be, like, a very good story. Just like, it could be... Though, yeah. yeah. 
really intense, but it does. It depends on how it's written. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how well is this world built? Like, how realistic does everything around it seem? I think it's really well built. There's mm-hmm. a lot of details in each of the cultures mm-hmm. and a lot of um, realistic responses to things, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, from people. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have been kind of nice to be able to understand more about, like, the Vutrin and versus the Noi and stuff. I agree. Yeah, if we learn more about the Eastern realm. Yeah. That's the only thing I think that I'm, like, think she didn't do very well, to be honest. Yeah, I wondered if it was going to be talked about more in maybe the third book or something, because... It definitely is a little bit, yeah. but not, not I also much. feel like she could dive into more about the Orisk, which she also does more in the third book. True. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, you hear about them, but, like... Not extensively. Not extensively about their history, other than, like, they at one point, you know, had more power. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of the map, but oh, you know, in this a... book has a map, but, you know, I never needed it in this book. No. It's true. I... I'm a slut for a map. I didn't even look at it until I realized that there was one in the third book. Mm-hmm. I don't like, look at the maps. I'm going to be honest. I I should. It would help you, me. I don't usually look at it, but I usually, like, when I'm flipping through at the beginning, like, acknowledge the fact Same. that there's a yeah, map in case I do need it. Because yeah. some books, like, it is confusing. Yeah. yeah. Some this really need this it. one's not, I yeah. think. Yeah. No. Kiss of Deception, I feel like it was nice to have that map. Yeah, that there, one was confusing, too, because... Well, because I feel like there were, like, weird timelines where this one I felt like more... I don't know. Like, I felt like it was better set up. I agree. This one, like, was pretty consistent about, like, how long it would take to kind of... Yeah, I know my water bottle's leaking here. <laughs> um, it was pretty consistent as to, like, where... How long it would take to get everywhere and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Whereas I feel like in some other books, they're like, well, I just popped home. And you're like, but that took, like, ten days last time. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, I just thought about something just... Because they talk about different speeds of people in the book. And they're talking about, like, how Yvonne is, like impossibly strong and fast i'm like is that like some edward cullen shit that just got, popped into my head i know it's not at all like how it is in the book i just like thought about it like what am he's I? impossibly strong I and fast and handsome the <laughs> so they talk about yvonne i'm like what are you, you. <laughs> Say vampire it. <laughs> he's not a vampire he's not a vampire <laughs> to be clear i would not be surprised if they threw those into this book at some point that's fair that's but true. yeah i don't think they will sorry <laughs> Speaking of that, do the characters seem believable? Uh, Actually, yes. I think especially, like, Ellerin really Mm -hmm. is very believable. Yeah. Yeah. But all of them are, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, and even, like, Aislinn, I was going to say, yeah, as frustrating as she can be, like, I get that. Oh, yeah. And I think, um, like, the Orisks seem really believable, too, because they're mostly trying to do their work and just kind of, like, keep their heads down. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. some of them are trying to kind of rebel and then some of them are extra trying to yeah Mm -hmm. and so i think that's really accurate for people who are definitely not in power and Mm -hmm. like the different ways of interacting i think that's yeah accurate yeah i think maybe like diana's maybe not as realistic but she's also so awesome so it's okay yeah right Yeah. But I think she could be realistic in this world. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I agree. I, I agree that maybe in our world she would be the least realistic, mm-hmm. but in their world it makes total sense. Yeah. Which I liked. And I liked, too, that there was just, like... Like, Jared is kind of... like he, he understands where Diana's coming from every yeah. time, but he doesn't necessarily act that way because mm-hmm. he knows how to act around Yeah, yeah he's definitely a lot more socially aware. 
he's trying more to like fit in. Yeah. Well, and she just doesn't care about fitting in. She's like, um, I'm superior, so I don't want to fit in with you. Yeah. Yep. Another interesting character I feel like is Andras, who his mother is of the Amaz or was from the Amaz who, you know, hate all men and then she leaves because she has a son and wants to, you know, raise him and doesn't want to abandon him, but the way he kind of is where he still has this like anger towards the Amaz and everything and but he still will for his mother go and complete all the rituals and do all the things for the Amaz to repent for being alive yeah. <laughs> you know and both that he does it because he loves her so much and because she's given up everything for him but also the anger and like you're a freaking brilliant scientist and you know that we have the exact same number of bones in our hands yeah which i think is kind of similar to i like the different amount of ribs mm-hmm. kind of a yeah. thing yeah. yeah yeah but yeah just interesting it stuff. is um what do you think of the book's length and pace well, when I first went to read it, it's I was a book. like, oh my goodness, it's so long. But it didn't feel like that at all when I was reading it. Yeah, yeah. it definitely looks long, and it is long. It's mm-hmm. 650 yeah. pages each, but they go so fast. Like, it doesn't feel like a long book at all. To no, me. it doesn't. I feel like, yeah, it looks daunting, and then you're like, but everything is so great, and, like, you need it, and... Because, like, as you probably noticed in the first one, how we're, like, going off into, like, a million different directions because there's so much happening. So, like, it makes sense. I think that's my dog. <laughs> yeah. 662 pages. That the first... No, that was the second one. I'm sorry. I think yeah, the oh, don't worry. They're both 600 pages. Shorter. And I think the... The third one might even be longer. It doesn't feel like there's filler in the length. It just feels like feel it's good like... details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it drags ever. Really. 665 for the um, first book. Oh, they're pretty close, actually. Wow. Yeah. Very close. close. Oh, the shadow one. We wanted to give that to you, Kearney, so you can take it so we don't forget. Thank you. Oh, okay. So you guys are going to hear the dogs in our house because they're being butt heads outside. All right, sorry. Sorry. The dogs are being a little psycho. Yeah, and then I let them in by accident. <sighs> what do you think of the writing style? It's amazing. I, I love, love her writing style. really good. There's usually something, like, with authors, like, where they have a repetitive phrase. Mm. And I haven't really noticed that with her, opposed to, like... True. Like Sarah J. Mass. Cut him to ribbons and everything, or, like... I think I did mm. notice it in the third book. Hmm. You know, I it? feel like I... What was I it? I don't remember. I don't okay, know. Okay, I feel like there was but a But I remember to... it being there. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. But obviously Maybe it was it about the fire blazing. Enough. Oh, yeah. What? Maybe about the fire blazing through their affinity lines. That's true. Possibly. Thoughts about fire. I don't know. That's that okay. true. But, okay. um, yeah, I, I didn't notice it in the same way. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice because she leaves things up to the imagination, and, like, she sets stuff up so, like, you can predict kind of, but then sometimes she'll, like, take a turn with it. So, like, what mm-hmm. you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. Or not, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, I don't know, like, some things are predictable, but, like, they would be predictable in life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just liked how she always keeps you on your toes. I agree. Yeah. Like, I would look for more by this author just because I love her writing style so much. Yeah, I would too. As I was rereading this, I kept just, like, looking at you guys and being like, wow. Like, I am just, like, amazed that she can write where you, like, feel what the character feels. Yes. That's my favorite thing. If an author can do that, I absolutely love them. I know, again, we're talking about the first book, but 
The third book was the only one that I felt like something she did was really annoying in it. There were... There's a few yes, things. I have I a few definitely... complaints about the third book. Yeah. But... Um, we'll get there, though. Especially yeah. the first two are amazing. I still love the third one. I absolutely loved it. I still yeah. really liked it, but I definitely think it wasn't as good as the first two. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, do you have any questions for the author or just questions you still have about this book? This is hard for me because I'm thinking back to the first one. That kind of gets answered along the lines. I think there are a lot left after the first one, but then it's a series, so... Yeah. I'm curious to see... Like, I would ask her, like, what did she research versus what did she come up with? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Which, which things did she, like, actually take? Because, like, like, we were talking about in the other podcast, like, gardenarians are a real mm-hmm. set of people, but, like, they don't seem to have the same beliefs as a lot of the gardenarians in this book, which was kind of interesting. And, like, yeah. and, like obviously, well, I don't want to say that, like, werewolves aren't real, because, you know, who knows? Yeah. But we don't know of real werewolves. But, like... <laughs> it's like Ellen Shand. Right. <laughs> you mean they don't live in America, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, um... Like, what things did she look up and try to keep folklore? Was there a certain, like, folklore she was following? Like, a certain region of folklore she was following? Yeah, that's a good question, because there are so many things around fae, around lupines, around mm-hmm. witches, around... Selkies. Etc. Selkies. It would be interesting to, to look at. Or if there was, like, is her world completely, like, her her map completely made up? Or, like, is it based off of a real place? Or mm-hmm. not that I think that was, would be a cool thing to ask her. Yeah, is there anything, would. like, where the Watchers are based off of as well? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good yeah. question. Because those are, I mean... I mean, like, Native American, like, maybe, right? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Got, I could like, see that. She watches. That's yeah. <laughs> true. Which it is not the same thing, yeah. but... One thing I also really like that she does is how, similar to, like, a lot of our religions that they are, have similar stories among them, mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, have you read any other books on this topic? I've yes read a lot no? of other ones... Like, oh, young adult fantasy, like we yeah. say every time we read it. Yeah, there's some fantasy. crossover. Books about Faye, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. one of the best. <laughs> yeah, we, we like our Faye. I read a book called, um, How to Defeat a Demon King in Ten Easy Steps by Oh, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was really fun. It's like a middle grade one mm-hmm. that I listened to, and it was super cute and really fun. Um, but it was similar in the way that, like, the demons are supposed to be bad, and then the other side is supposed to be good, but then there's more, like, crossover that's not just black and white. So I felt like that was kind of a similar, like, they have to go through these journeys of figuring that out and teaming up with people who you're not supposed to team up with. So in that way, it's similar. Mm -hmm. And it was just super cute. Plus, the name was adorable. One thing I found was interesting was I just read Serpent and Dove by... She's running to grab it on the shelf. <laughs> Shelby Mahern or something. And that's also about like witches and witchcraft. And it's interesting how they kind of do differing things. Opposed mm. to like where this one you can just kind of access your magic no matter what. That one has a big like to do something you must sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. Which is also something that's really big in like other types of like. Yeah I yeah. was um the Mercy Thompson book I'm yeah. reading right now. The witches in that one talk about how um you create magic through, like, pain and sacrifice. So every time the witches need to do something, they, like, have to cut their hand or 
like mm-hmm. hurt themselves in some way to get the power out, which yeah. is kind of interesting. They have the white witches and the red witches and that, and like at one point she like sacrifices a memory or something to delete some or to erase someone's memory, and like oh. so it's interesting. Kind of also. I mean, it's been a while since I read it, but it kind of reminds me of um, Children of Blood and Bone. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. It, Where she's I've not like, read that. With the sacrificing part, yeah. Or, like, the blood magic Oh, you part. read that too? I read half of it, and then I was like, I'll get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's also... It's a big one. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad. It's so sad. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I really liked it, but I haven't read the second one yet, and I'm really, I really still want to. It also just, like... I don't know. One thing I liked about this book was, like, that it's does have, like, pretty, some pretty intense romance in it, mm. but it still kept me really intrigued, even though the whole thing isn't, like, revolving around the romance. Yeah. 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 Like, I always say I'm in it for the romance, but honestly, especially in the first book, there's not really a lot of romance. No, no. And, but it's, it's still, of it, like, but... it sucks you in so yeah, hard. Yeah, it, it gets you. Um, have you read any other books by this author, and how did they compare... Just the ones in this series. I honestly haven't looked to see what else I, she's written. I don't think just she did. did look, and it seems like mostly novellas, and then there's one that's called, like, The Crimson Tarot or something. I don't know, but, like, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's not I mean, I'll um, read I anything by her. I her on Instagram, and she gives some um, book suggestions, so I like those because I can add oh, them to my book Except for yeah. the one I told you about the other day, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it doesn't sound like my thing. <laughs> not my cup of tea. But I, I still appreciate that she mm-hmm. does that. I was trying yeah, to get Ben cool. to read these because they're, um... Like, even on the covers, it's talking... The author who um, reviewed them or whatever is Tamara Pierce, who's, like, a really, really famous yeah. author. I think she does mostly, like, middle readers mm-hmm. slash young adult. familiar yeah. to me, but... She wrote the, the Wild, Wild Magic series that oh, Ben has. Oh, that's mm-hmm. probably why. Um, and I, I kind of... I can see why she would have been the one to review these. Mm-hmm. They're similar-ish. Yeah. These are definitely older than the ones that I've read from her, but I know she has a lot. and She does, yeah. Yeah, she's very famous. And she's been writing for a long time, too. I think mm-hmm. those were popular for, like, decades. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that was kind of cool. Like, how cool for this author, too, that it seems like these are, like, her first books and they get reviewed by her. Like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. I love when that happens, too, because um, how I found the Star-Touched Queen was, like, it was one of the reviews on um mm. on Libby the mm. first sentence was like for fans of the Star Touch Queen or something like that and I was like huh that sounds like an interesting book I wonder what that is then I looked that up it's pretty cool how you could do that yeah <laughs> yeah that is that. Cool. I like the suggestions yeah me yeah too. me too unless except for the um Night Circus when you got that suggestion from something because that book sucks. Yes, <laughs> it was terrible, which kind of makes sense. The two I get it, but but no. Yeah, <laughs> like I get the fantasy aspect, but like they are definitely not. No. And that's like I mean it's a popular book, so it to is. each their own, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. none of us. Everyone always talks about it. like the Night Circus, like oh my gosh, it changed my world, and I'm like, what world were you living in? It's like right? you know, the, like it was boring. it changed my world, as in like I lost a little bit of time in the right? mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I lost some time reading that. I lost a lot of time. We were doing like extensions. I know. Extensive like, journaling on that one for our first book club dude, meeting. I forget I'm who like, it was. What it was a like waste. you really need to like take care, and so like I wrote like every single thing down, and then finally I was like, I'm done. Our dogs are being buttheads to the neighbor kids. Yeah. Sorry if you can hear them. Yeah. Or maybe we should just, like, yeah, like, Karen and Georgia it. Enjoy them. Right, yeah. Karen and Georgia from My Favorite Murder. 
That's who I want to be in life. Yeah, you can always hear um, George's cats through the whole thing, and they don't. Yeah, they don't. um, They don't film at Karen's house because her dogs are loud. (laughs) I don't know what that's like. Right. So. Um. All right. So is that it for the Black Witch? Did we finish it? Rating. Rating. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Well, nine point eight out of ten. I'd say like nine point five for me, but. Just because there are sad things, and that always bumps me out, and I know that's like every single book, but it, it's a bummer. So. It's pretty 10. darn close to my perfect book, so I'm going to go with 10. I, I'm giving it to 10. I love it, love it, love it, but it's not my very favorite book, so I can't give it a 10 out of 10, because that feels like... I don't know, did I give Grave Mercy a 10 out of 10? I don't remember. I feel like... You I know what? Maybe we can give 10. them all 10 out of 10s, mm-hmm. and then rate our favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah out idea. of the 10s. <laughs> but, this is my favorite. It's really good. It's one of my very favorites. It's my t- top three series. It's definitely, like, it's my favorite. The other two that are in the top, you know, are Court of Thrones and Roses and Grave Mercy. Same. Shocker. Yeah. We never speak of these. Right. Those three are all very, very close for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to our podcast, yeah. Kearney. Thanks. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you thanks. for having me. It was really fun. I'm well, excited. we'll probably... Do the Iron Flower next week if you want to join for yeah. that one too. You can, you can be join a part the of series. Our, the series. Yes. Yeah, we'll try to be more um, time the so, uh, organized. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're never organized. You make no zero promises. That That's not why you're here, right? Whoever's here. <laughs> yeah. If All you right. want to talk to us, we literally can't stop reading at gmail.com. Yeah, someone email us. Oh my goodness. Please. Someone email us. Please. <laughs> talk to us. Please. Uh, it's... Dirty, we really appreciate Yeah, every time like, <laughs> yeah. we read them aloud. We got an email. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it says people are listening. Not a ton of people, but like a solid like four, actually about 10 people per podcast. And I, only one of them is Kearney and sometimes <laughs> Emily, sometimes me, but otherwise. Someone else is out there. Right? Someone's listening to this. Yes. You gotta email us. <laughs> Just say like, hey. Yeah. Thumbs up. We can read it out loud. Ooh, if you want to shout yeah. out. Yeah, we'll we shout out do people. That. If you don't want to shout out, just say that in your email. Yeah. yeah. We'll be like, okay, As you can tell, we shout out Kearney almost every episode. That's right. And Mom and Moon. Yeah. They, they're listening. You're right. Moon yeah. always comes in the room so he can listen. It's oh, a great boy. I think that we've probably talked about who Moon is before, but Moon is um, Kearney and Mom's dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gets more shout-outs than our dogs, other than <laughs> us going, shut up! Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> you guys probably don't even know the names of our dogs. But you know what? If you email us, we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> email, and we'll talk more about our dogs. We'll do a whole podcast on our dog. <laughs> right. If you want us to, you we can do it. it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Bye, Thanks. guys. Bye. 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 Love you.